Hello and welcome back to the Press Start Podcast. We have had some time away, but we are back with you, bigger and better than before. I am your host, Shane, and I'm here with my co-host, Ash. On tonight's episode, get ready to dive into the sun-soaked sands of Assassin's Creed Mirage. We'll discuss the gaming extravaganzas that are Summer Games Fest and Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, where the hottest titles and jaw-dropping surprises await us all. And speaking of a hot title, get ready to relive the epic tale of Metal Gear Solid 3. It's nostalgia overload. Get ready to press start. Yeah, so all of that is still to come in this episode. Now, uh, Shane did say a few minutes, uh, a few seconds ago, this is the first podcast episode in a while. We've had some time away. It's actually been a year. Can you believe that? It's been a year Shall since. Yeah, me? it was no June. Way. June last year, we last released an episode. Um, wow. So, you know, we're almost almost exactly a year to the day. Uh, in this episode, we've got a few things coming up. We're going to discuss some of the big news from the last week, as we always do on the episodes of uh, the Press Start podcast. Uh, we're going to start in a moment with Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is one that has been released yesterday during the PlayStation uh, event. Uh, we've got a few little bits more of news, and then obviously at the end of the show, we are going to discuss a little bit more about the Summer Games Fest, the Xbox showcase, and obviously the Starfield showcase that's going to come with that. Uh, so stick around for that. Now, before we get started with Assassin's Creed, just a little bit of news I just want to squeeze in before we start. Uh, in the last few minutes, we've seen that uh, Forza Motorsport has revealed their cover art for the Forza Motorsport that's due out later this year. Uh, for those of you, when this podcast goes out on Friday, this will all be, already be on our website, so you can go to the website and check out the image. Uh, the two feature cover art star cars for Forza Motorsport are the 2023 number one Cadillac Racing V-Series R and the 2024 Chevrolet Corvette E-Ray. So double, double cover art for the upcoming Forza Motorsport. Like I say, there's almost no more information yet. Um, we do plan to get an up-close look at everything Forza at the Xbox Showcase, uh, which we'll go into a little bit later on. But for now... What do you think about this Assassin's Creed Mirage? Well, you know me, Ash. Massive, massive fan of Assassin's Creed. I always have been. And this one, yeah, it, it proper tickles my taste buds, does this? I, I, the more I see of it, the more I, I just can't wait for it. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's a good setting. I think they've, they've nailed it on the setting um, and the location. And I, I, just the way it looks to play, like we've seen the recent trailer today. I know you're excited for this one, aren't you? Because the last sort of three or four have, 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 have knocked you a bit sideways, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you you know yourself that obviously I was a big fan of the Ezio trilogy. The Assassin's Creed yeah. 2 Brotherhood Revelations were, you know, at the time, they were. I was a massive, massive fan of Assassin's Creed. The, the multiplayer that come with, I think it was 2 or Brotherhood, where you could do all this running around... I can't remember the sort of name of it, but you could sort of try and blend in with the crowds, and some of you were assassins, yeah. some of you were, you know, part of the running away from them. Oh, that period of Assassin's Creed for me was incredible. Assassin's Creed yeah. 3 really ruined it for me, the one set with America and that. I really didn't enjoy that. And then, as I do with a lot of my favourite game series, I always get suckered into buying the new one. 
and I've done it with multiple Assassin's Creed since. <laughs> and yeah. I've just especially... We've had this joke, haven't we? What oh, have you played? Let, let's put it down. We've got Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla. What have you done about 10 minutes on each? I reckon uh, the uh, Origins and... Uh, what was the other one? Odyssey. Um, yep. uh, yeah, probably an hour or two on each. Maybe a bit more. Um, Valhalla, I got to the point that we reach England. I don't know how far into it that is. What's that? Maybe four or five hours at most. If yeah, that. probably not um, even that. Yeah, probably. And again, that. it was just one I put down. But I think it's because the Assassin's Creed series. We we discussed this when we watched the showcase thing, didn't we? I think it was last year now or early this year where they did the big Assassin's Creed event, and they you know they lay see, out that, everything. Yeah, you see that for me, like is. Like you, the best way I can describe it is, you get you get Star Wars fans, don't you? Now I'm a Star Wars fan, yeah. But you get ones that are absolutely sort of, and I don't mean any offense by it, but they are geeky with it. The proper yeah, dog, they know yeah. everything. That's that's me with like Game of Thrones and Assassin's Creed. But yeah. that's my sort of, thing. and and that event because they showed the TV series, the sort of spin-off games that they're doing, as well as the mainstream AAA titles like Mirage. I would just sat there in awe, just like... Yeah, I mean, this oh is what... My God. We watched it live together, didn't we? And yeah. when we were watching it, I sort of said, you know, I sit here now and I think, I miss this series, you know. But then when, like, when I, after I'd finished watching it, I reinstalled, I think it was Odyssey. And I thought, you know, I'm going to play... No, I'm going to play through it. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to then move on back to Valhalla and I'll play that ready for, you know, Mirage and... Is it Assassin's Creed Red or something at the minute, the one that's going to be set in China? Yeah, that's one of the spin-offs, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, you know, I've tried to get back into them, and I really have, but it's just them, That for me, they're a completely different style of Assassin's Creed game. They're much more open. They're an RPG far more in-depth than, you know, your Assassin's Creed 2s and that, which were much yeah. more linear, yeah, which is, this is where... Mirage has really, really caught my attention because we're going back to the roots. There's a lot of elements being yeah. almost stripped back, which, you know, I for a lot that. of fans, yeah, yeah, you know, for yourself, yeah, yeah. you're a big fan. So, yeah, that's you... it. I think I'm more open to, you know, if them games do lack something, I'm probably more inclined to ignore that because I am a big fan, whereas you're yeah. looking at it more objectively. Whereas I think the only one that I didn't enjoy was the the French Revolution. I think Assassin's Creed Unity. Yes. That I didn't enjoy. I don't, I couldn't sort of put my finger on what it was, but that one I just thought were, you know, just not didn't feel Assassin's Creed. The one thing I will say about you say like the open, I love a good open world RPG, uh, and something that's going to take hours and hours to finish, and you can pump you know sixty to a hundred hours in it, maybe more, but. I will say the one thing I do think that's lacked in compared to the original uh, Ezio trilogy you mentioned is there is some points where it doesn't feel Assassin's Creed as in. No. You know, you're more fighting. There's 10 soldiers around you and you're having a battle with all 10. That's not how I see an assassin. An assassin works in silence. Nobody knows he's coming. The only guy he takes down is the guy he's killing. And the Ezio trilogy did that incredibly well. You know, there was always a way, you might not always achieve it, but there was always a way that you would just kill the guy you were supporting your target and, and nobody else. Nobody else were involved. Nobody else knew you were there. And I do think that that's been stripped back a little bit, uh, you know, taken away 
over the, the, the recent sort of four in four or five installments. But like you said, so that will be a good thing that it, it looks like it might be going back yeah. to that type of setting. I mean that you're I, not out in open I, world battling. One of the things I didn't enjoy with obviously the uh, I know in the last couple I know it happened in Valhalla, I don't know for sure whether it happened in Odyssey and that I can't remember to be honest, but in the original, you know, Brotherhood and Assassin's Creed 2 and that, you didn't have these mega boss battle type things. You know, you had to go and kill... Yeah. You had to go and kill certain, you know, religious leaders and religious, you know, big characters, but to kill them was to simply get to them and assassinate them. Whereas in these later ones, you've got all these, like, uh, you know, your god people and that that come out that... Is going to take you a 15 20 minute battle to kill them and it's like they're just these superhuman it went a bit yeah too mythical yeah. for me you know assassin's creed was I... based on a character who lived you know in italy during you know certain periods of time you had a knife and you assassinated people and you know it was all to get to like obviously the apple of eden and all this sort of stuff like yes that was yeah 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 uncovering bit... secrets yeah that yeah Whereas yeah. this this went a bit too fantasy sci-fi, not sci-fi, but you know, fantasy mythical yeah. god side, where it was like, you know, when you, when I you're agree. coming up against I these people, agree. because I think I, I always I always forget it's I, I'm pretty sure it's Odyssey, but it could be Origins because I get I, I played them two so close together. Yeah, that I forget, but I'm pretty certain it's Odyssey. But yeah, there the, the were there were one way you go into like this 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 temple. Um, and you go underground, and you end up fighting this big like snake. It's like it looks like Jafar out of Aladdin. You know, it's a massive yeah. sort of club. And I think that for me, I, I do remember as much as I love that game. I do remember sitting there thinking, "Well, this is a bit. No, this is you've gone too far. Like this is this isn't this is not what an assassin does. Yeah, this is not you know. So I do agree on that level. But thankfully, that was kind of the only one that kind of got me throughout that game now i don't mind a bit of mythology i love greek mythology and 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 i didn't i i really enjoyed valhalla i don't think it was too mythical but they are they were very mythical what they believed in all the witches yeah you know of the valhalla and and walking through valhalla and they had all these funny dreams and that and that's kind of how they did it in valhalla it is it was a dream it was like a dream story so i didn't mind that too much because they kind of separated it in a way that one sort of the main bit you could actually probably do the game without doing them at all so i didn't mind that but yeah i do agree in some aspects and i, I yeah I, I certainly wouldn't grumble it being taken back to the core basics yeah so obviously the gameplay trailer gave us a bit of a showcase into what we can expect with it um it was i thought it was really good like i say it was you know we've gone down that route again of we're going more linear i mean the gameplay as a whole to me I thought it looked a little bit, you know, almost Assassin's Creed 2-ish in terms of how yeah. we're going to play the game. You know, it's it's gone well, down it, that it route. With the movement, wasn't it? Yeah, the yeah. movement of how it kind of went from one pole to another and that. It definitely looked like old-school Assassin's yeah. Creed, didn't it? Yeah, and I think, you know, for me, I, that's, like I say, it certainly appealed to me in a way that obviously the last few haven't. I know I've always obviously been suckered into buying them just purely because I like the series, but... This is the first one where I look, and I think actually, you know, I think this, I actually will, 
I'll enjoy this one. Get through this. Yeah. I, I really liked the, there's a bit in the trailer with the, the you know, where he's the, the, like a big long pole, like, like a, I don't know, like a street pole, I guess. Yeah. And he jumps onto it and it kind of, it, it come, he sort of starts running up it a bit and it, it sort of breaks and, you know, starts falling forward and then he jumps off it. I think that looked brilliant. I thought yeah. that looked really good. And I think, I don't, I can't remember whether they were in one of the Assassin's Creed, whether it was 2 or Brotherhood or whatever, but the one way you could grab onto the uh, rope and you, like, snap and the rope and it takes, you, yeah, and it takes you up to, like, yeah. the rooftops and stuff. So it yeah. looks good. I think, and like I said at the beginning about this one, obviously, because it's, I think I've said it anyway, The this game is very much a cut-down version of, you know, obviously the bigger, larger open-world games, because originally this project started out as a potential, almost like a uh, coincide with Valhalla somehow. I don't know whether it was going to be like a spin-off yeah. Valhalla series or whatever. Obviously, Mirage has become its own standalone, however with the cutbacks and that, how they've done it and how they've got it out quick to sort of fill the gap before the China one, this yeah. is a smaller game. So the good thing is, as it stands at the minute, apparently, the the base game is going to be sold for £45. You know, obviously... Which we're, is we're in, awesome, isn't it? Yeah, if you know, we're in the, the realms case, of £70 awesome. a game now. So yeah. if this is... Yes, it might only be a 20 or 30-hour game compared to your 100-hour Valhalla, but if it's £45 and it, it has all the elements of a proper old-school Assassin's Creed, this, for me, yeah, is one yeah. that is well on my list now for this year with just how, you know, what, what we've got so far in terms of gameplay and information and so on. Yeah, and as you said there, obviously they've, they've took it, they've stripped it away and it's not now sort of coinciding with yeah. Valhalla, but what Ubisoft have noticed, noted is that it is set a few years prior to the events of Valhalla. So yeah. I, I think they've made that note because obviously what they're trying to do now is, I, I suppose going back to Star Wars again, is make Assassin's Creed very Star Wars-esque, as in it's all got its spin-off stories, but as a whole it is one big story about the Creed. Yeah. So the, I think they've just made that point that, look, when it's going to fit into the timeline and when you probably go back to base and you get out of the machine, uh, the Animus, it, there's probably bits in there that, you know, tie into the whole Creed story. And that's why they made the point of it's a few years prior to the events of Valhalla. And finally, before we do move on to the next bit of news, uh, Ubisoft have also confirmed that it's not going to feature any real money gambling loot boxes anything like that it's you know just pure yeah. video game there's no you, you, there's no microtransactions which you know is always a good thing as well because yeah i know is. i know in a lot of games like assassin's creed it's only ever going to be visual and things that just enhance your own personal game but you know that we we've said this before on podcasts and that the whole gambling loot box things a bit out of control in some, yeah yeah and you can expect to get Assassin's Creed Mirage on October 12th on Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, PS5, PS4, and PC. But if you can't wait till then, Ash, and you're getting too excited, remember June 12th, we do have the Ubisoft Forward show. Yeah. So we hope to see much, much more on Mirage uh, and we'll feature everything we see on this podcast. I've, I've got to say, the Ubisoft 
event this year is another one that I'm quite excited to see because as it stands, there isn't a massive amount in the pipeline for Ubisoft. There's a couple of things, you know, that have yeah. been showcased previously, yeah. but with how they've had like potentially one of their sort of worst spells in terms of, you know, their um, reputation, they've had to let loads of developers go across the board and that, you know, there's been a real shift in Ubisoft. So hopefully we'll see some good come out of them soon, you know, with the, obviously the way they're making changes and so on. I certainly hope so, because one thing I want to say is a new Trials game. I've been begging for years and they're not answering my prayers. <laughs> But we'll talk about Game Showcase later. So, on to other news. AEW, uh, Fight Forever. This is a game that's been eagerly anticipated for a long, long time. You know, um, there's quite a lot of fans out there of AEW. It's, it, it's doing quite well as a brand. Uh, and this game, people have been after it. So, we have a release date now. Yep. Uh, a trailer um, Kenny Omega took to the screens to announce the release date, which is June 29th. Which it, for me were a massive surprise because there's been there's been a this has been in the press a lot over well like, as you said earlier the last year that we haven't been around that it were getting delayed and there were this problem with it there were that problem with it I remember a a trailer got released and people were like that looks awful it looks buggy yeah. um, so that you know and then you know they they did release a statement a couple of months ago that they were you know re rejigging everything and it wasn't the final piece and it was just to sort of enlighten people that we are still working on it and a little reminder um and 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 today we, there's a 30 minute gameplay trailer out um, which you can see on our website um you know right now uh and it, it it looks great it looks great and and there's there's a lot of blood matches and that in there and a lot of people a lot of fans were really upset because they thought the blood was going to be taken away because of obviously age ratings and all this kind of thing yeah. that, that's always a problem in any game. And it turns out it's not. It, AEW have released screenshots with blood all over the map and, and, and have reiterated that that is there to stay. Now, I know it, you... It's go, almost overkill blood. <laughs> you're, you're a bit overkill, aren't you? It, it does look a, um, a bit sort of Devil May Cry, doesn't it, when you look yeah, at that? Yeah, it's a map. bit arcade -y. I mean, there's splats <laughs> of blood everywhere. Like, it's genuinely, it's, it's a bloodbath. But I am, uh, I am into it. And it does look like an AEW ring. I mean, that is what it looks like in AEW. I think the it, thing is... Yeah, some I'm, of them, I'm into it, but... I'm quite impressed with the visuals. The, visually, yeah. it looks quite good. Yes, the, the actual wrestlers themselves are hit and miss. But, like, you know, the, the, the overall, uh, you know, the, the stadium, the ring, the the surroundings and that, it looks good. Um, yeah. I just wonder whether we're going to see a little bit of this. Obviously, um, it's Tony Khan, isn't it, the owner of mm -hmm. AEW. So we all know, obviously, I've tried, I've watched a bit of AEW since it launched and that. Now, he's a bit of an over-the-top guy, any Tony Khan. He's He's... You know, he oh, makes yeah. all these announcements, and it's the most it's basic of announcements. Really. Yeah, you know, he's 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 going to be in the ring to announce the biggest thing ever, and he comes to the ring, and it's it's minor news. You know, he's a bit over the top. <laughs> and he did the same with this. He said, going back several months ago now, the game's ready, and developers from Ukes sort of come out and went, "Hang on a minute, it's it's playable." Yeah. But it's not ready, you know. He, again, it's, he jumped it, the gun. That's it. It's got to be polished. 
yeah, now this is my only worry that did he jump the gun to a stage where, because June 29th, for it to be announced suddenly so quick that the release date's a month away. Well, yeah, this is what I'm saying. I, I mean, I was thrilled by it, but I didn't expect it so yeah. soon. So is I it rushed? September, is it being October. rushed? That's my, my concern. Like, I yeah. don't think I'm going to get it just purely because... And, and as he forced their hand exactly. into finishing... You know, I've, I've been tricked yeah. enough times with like the WWE games where the cinematics and the gameplay and that look epic. So I'll go and get it. And the Ropian. And you, yeah. yeah, you know, you play you play a few games and it's like it's the same as every other WWE game. And you know, so AEW is one that I probably won't get. You know, I know you may have it on your list. Yeah, I mean, I I, I haven't got. 2K23, I, I didn't get WWE because, again, same as you, fallen into that trap. And our group's always had this big idea, and we're making matches and fighting for belts, which we yeah. did do on the last last year on the on last one. Twenty two, yeah, yeah. Um, and, but it didn't last right long. And it, and it's not that I don't enjoy the games. I don't know what it is. I think it is a, I think it's that mix of other games come out around the same time. So yeah. I get sidetracked. I, I I get taken off it, not because I want to be taken off it, but I'm just preferring other games. Whereas I still like the wrestling and I'm still into it. I'm not as much, obviously. And we've had that discussion, and that's something for another day. But AEW is coming out end of next month. Where there's not a lot out. Yeah, there so it might out. be your so good gap filler for a few months. Yeah, where I will actually play it and and play it well and play it a lot. Um, because there's there's nothing else really to compete with it, so I think it's that that's drawing me in. Because we've both had it, haven't we? I mean, I've just bought Transport Fever two a couple of, of days ago, um, which is worth a play for anybody listening. But we've been saying how bored we've been for the yeah. last. Yeah, I mean, this was going to be a topic for this first episode about you know, yeah. and people have agreed Strange with me on riots. Twitter. It's it's quite a. Yeah, like you say, it's a dry period. A couple of people have twi- like have replied to me on Twitter, and you know, a couple have agreed and that. But some have said there are games out there. You've just got to find them. But it's not so much the finding the games that's the yeah, problem. It's there's just there's just a lack of excitement in it at the minute. You know, things are coming out through Game yeah. Pass, and yeah. you know, releasing week after week. We had that uh, the Disney Speedrunner game and that that come out the other week, and you know, that Lego Two K Drive or whatever it is. I don't know whether that's out yet or coming out soon, but you know, yeah, there happening. are games, there's games coming out, but there's just not that much that's, you know, the, the excitement that's level it. is massive at the minute, and there's just, we're lacking that, you know, a big showcase game. Yeah, and I think, I think for me, it's, it, you know, I, I like, you know, when you've got your AAA titles, and you've got your big games, like your Assassin's Creed, and your, you know, FIFA, and NFL, and things like that for us, Call of Duty, there does come a point where you think, look, I've I've done what I needed to do with that game, and I will still pick it up, but I, it's not a game I now want to be on every day. And then I like the what I call stopgap games, so things yeah. like construction simulator, farming simulator. It's it's quite often a simulator, like yeah. I've redone. Well, we both have, haven't we? Redone City Skylines, but there doesn't seem to be any of them anymore. The stopgap games, which is why I've got Transport Fever. Um, because it's just having that something to get me to that next title, which obviously going off topic a bit there, you know, with AEW, I think it's a perfect time to to try and get back into yeah, the wrestling Yeah, that could be a real and, gap filler for you. Yeah, 
uh, uh, you know, and it does feature all the sort of things you'd expect, like create a wrestler, create teams, move sets, entrances, and arenas. And, you know, it's got quite an extensive match list with singles, tag team, three-way, four-way, ladder matches, casino battle royales, false count anywhere, unsanctioned lights out, and exploding barbed wire death matches. So, yeah, for me, I think it, I think it could be a good stopgap game. Um, and the only thing that worries me is I, I, I did watch AEW. I haven't for a while, and I probably won't know all the wrestlers in it. Whereas WWE, I still, you know, I mean, I'm up to date with it. You know, yeah. I know everybody. So that's my only issue. But I think if you need to stop Gapash, you should join me. And we can we can report to people how you got your ass whooped. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's see. The last, the last time we met on the uh, Insomnia Wrestling, it didn't, work, uh, didn't go quite well, did it? So we'll see. Insomnia Wrestling? Yeah, in the vlog where you were um, Alexa Bliss and we had that f uh, match waiting for the Xbox thing. Alexa, oh, stop. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, we were waiting for Halo and uh, we had a match and I couldn't pick, kick out the pin. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about yeah, that, that one. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's a no no then. So, we'll moving, moving on. on. We'll yeah. Um, Obviously, we did a podcast going back a year ago. I did an article that got quite a bit of feedback when I made a piece about Battlefield 2042 and the fact that as the updates have gone on, it's actually become a decent game now. It's it's by no means, you know, a masterpiece, but the developers have made it better. I am a fan of the Battlefield series. I have been for the last three or four now. You got a lot of stick for that, didn't you? I did, yeah, because, you know... Like we've said before, the gaming community is quite a harsh place. And once a yeah. game, you know, once a game's reputation has been tarnished, that's it in a way. For a lot of gamers, that's it. You know, it's it's crap, it's rubbish, yeah. we'll never play it, they'll never fix it. You know, Cyberpunk kind of suffered the same thing. No matter how much CD Projekt Red have worked on it, it's, you know, for a lot of people, no, it's, it's a write-off. Now... Mm. Lars Gustafsson, who is a former creative director of the Battlefield series, has started a new uh, studio called TTK, TTK Games, which is Time to Kill Games. Uh, he's bringing over an exceptional roster of talent, uh, mm -hmm. different veterans from EA Dice and that that have worked on uh, the Battlefield series over the years. Um couple of the names that you can throw out there. Uh, Daniel Berlin, he's the senior designs director on this new TTK Games project. Um, Probably Vi known best for his work in Far Cry 3. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how you say his name properly, so I apologise, but uh, Vida Nygren, uh, he's the studio's chief technology officer and technical director, uh, and he's an industry veteran with over 25 years at DICE. So, that, you know, there's a lot of big-time names going along with him to create this new studio. They are working on a brand-new first-person shooter uh, that is being made excitingly for next generation. So whether that means, obviously, for the Series X and PS5 and beyond, or whether it will be literally the next generation, because we know how long, obviously, some of these games can take. Yeah. 
I'm going to say I would say that that's probably the case. Would be the next gen console. Potentially, I mean, what I think are we in now? now people, three years, people, four years. Yeah, people don't call them next gen consoles now. No, do they it's now? just it's current, current gen. gen now. Yeah, right? yeah. So I, I'd say that yeah, you're probably going to be a way off. But like you said, good news though. I, there's never no wrong with a new studio opening, is there? And getting new IPs. No, you know, I Definitely mean, no wrong with that. Especially when they're bringing so much expertise and you know knowledge of a good. Yeah shooter game you know it's the same when you've had people leave activision and stuff and call of duty to make their own studios generally some of these studios are then going to automatically become you know they're in good hands so we know yeah. that the, the product that they're going to put out generally will be decent at least so you know it'll be interesting we could be many many months or even years away from seeing much from them but you oh, know yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting but I think as well, when a new studio like that opens up, they haven't got the luxury of, and I'm, I'm going to pick on the same sort of um, game studio that I always do, but EA, they've got the luxury of, they can be a bit lackadaisical with developing a game, and we all know they are. Yeah. Because the name's out there. People buy that game or that specific game or games every year. And they know they're going to get away with it. They know they're going to make the money. But a new studio like this, whatever they release first, is going to tell the story of that entire studio yeah. and those people that you've just forementioned for you know for all the years to come. So one re one bad release could end that studio. Yeah. So it's got to be done. You'd right. expect that. Uh, yeah, a new game studio is going to pour the heart, blood, sweat, tears, and soul into it. Yeah, it's so it's, it's, it's an exciting one. Like I say, it could be it could be a long, long, long way off. But you know, when you've got that sort of experience behind it, then you know you'd at least hope it'll be something decent. Yeah, you've got to stay up, haven't you? So that's good news. And then moving on, we go back to Ubisoft that we've we, we've just mentioned. So um, they're creating a Star Wars game, um, which again gets me excited. Having just finished. Um, Jedi Survivor, and I absolutely loved that game. Um, I, as I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not sort of one of those huge inside-out Star Wars fans that knows absolutely everything. I do watch them. I watch all the TV series like The Mandalorian and that. Love it. Uh, and I've always, for whatever reason, absolutely adored the games. Uh, and like I said, Jedi Survivor, I played inside-out, finished everything. So this has me absolutely jumping for joy because it's open world um a very a very story based driven game um so and it could it could uh release as early as 2024 because what ubisoft have said is they want it to release this fiscal year so uh, that means uh this tax year which is april to april so um you know, that really points towards it's going to be released anytime between now and April 2024. So, yeah, I mean, the only thing to bear in mind, obviously, is the report that this is where they're aiming for. However, there are internal sources that have apparently said that they doubt it as being potentially too ambitious to get the game out by April next year, which yeah, that could push it into the next, you know, obviously middle I, of next I, year or beyond. Yeah. And that's it. How many times, you know, have we got oh, games delayed, games delayed, yeah. games delayed? You know, it, it, it's happened a lot. Look at Ark. That's that's been one of the recent ones. One, it we were meant to see that early this year. Yeah. Possibilities of end of last year, 
and now that that's that's a twenty twenty four release. So obviously anything we do say, you know, that uh, we're only sort of pointing out what's been said in the news. It's not us saying, oh, it is going to come out between now and then. That's what they're hoping for. And always yeah. don't shoot the messenger, yeah. <laughs> basically. But I, I, either way, I'm absolutely thrilled for it. And if it is, I, I, I'm a big fan of Ubisoft. Um, you know, they are one of my sort of favorite developers. Um, and, you know, when they make a game, I, I do think they do it well. Um, I've loved so, so many of their IPs. And this just has me excited again just to play more Star Wars. What's, what's their take going to be on it? as opposed to, you know, the EA doing um, the other Star Wars and stuff like that, and the fact it's open world. So, but again, as we mentioned earlier, Ubisoft forward on June 12th. Um, so hopefully, touch wood, we may see a bit more about this Star Wars game. Yeah, potentially. Um, uh, as well as, obviously, Mirage, which we've mentioned, and the infamous Skull and Bones. Let's Which, hope. yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see about that one. <laughs> I know you're, you're one of them, aren't you? But, but you've just been saying about the gaming community being harsh. <laughs> uh, just, just uh, to and fill not you in. a second chance. Maybe you should allow Skull and Bones a second chance. Yeah. For anybody listening, the reason why Ash is reacting like that is because he got uh, access to the alpha. Were it the alpha? Yeah, I'm not I'll even sure whether this bit. is meant to be put out there publicly, uh, but. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> Ash, Ash is at a double. And uh, yes, uh, uh, it's it's and it was far you weren't impressed. from amused by it. It was, but, I, but you should give it a second chance. Like, we we criticize many other gamers for not, yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of games. Battlefield 2042, I took part in one of the early alphas, yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, yes, it launched in a bad way, but the alpha was an absolute disaster. The maps didn't load you know i'd be i'd be playing i'd be zip wiring across the map and the whole map would just go black and it was like it was unplayable but yes it launched in a bad state but you know these games they they can redeem themselves and sometimes you know what i may or may not have had some sort of go with skull and bones <laughs> um you know that was bad but you know it could, who knows what we're gonna get it, that's you know, it. This, it yeah, I, like it could... you said, Cyberpunk. I think because I played that after it had been fixed, and uh, I thought it was a great game. I just yeah, wish I'd. Whereas had... I got it at launch, and I there's have had... quite, a, yeah. quite a few problems with it. I wish I'd. Have, I hadn't had other games that I were playing at the time because I would have definitely played that to death. I thought it was great. So yeah, the can be recovered. No Man's Sky is probably one of the biggest. Oh, that's out a there, massive example. Recovered, yeah. yeah, yeah, massive example of, of how you can recover it. So, so yeah, so hopefully uh, and. One thing we should mention is Skull and Bones hasn't released in a state yet. No. Because it hasn't released. So hopefully, we'll see. We'll you know, see. I, I just, I'm really excited for it and I want to see more about it in Ubisoft forward as I do the Star Wars game. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on with a couple of quick pieces of news before we get on to the Summer Game Fest topic. Uh, firstly, Microsoft are due to appeal the UK's decision to block the Activision deal. Uh, Ever since the Activision takeover was done and you know or announced, I knew that obviously it had to be appeal. It had to be sort of um, granted by all the different authorities around the world and so on. I just knew it'd be the UK that'd be the ones. I just always had this feeling that we'd get in the way of you know this big deal taking place. 
Um, the UK are the ones that have so far blocked it. The US, interestingly, haven't even given their uh, decision yet. So, you know, the US could block it still as well. However, the UK so far are the only ones that have actually got in the way of it. Um, Xbox are going to appeal it. However, they have sort of said that this appeal and the, the whole process that goes through the appeal itself through, um, you know, the CMA, and I don't obviously understand all the sort of technical legal side of it, but they're saying that that alone could add on like a 10 to 12 month delay just for the yeah. appeal. So, you know, this I mean, Activision this, this deal... I mean, this never going to be a straightforward acquisition. No, I mean, it's incredible be, how many... The amount that they've done. Yeah, there's so many countries around the world that have, you know, already approved it. And it's just amazing that, you know, if, say, for example, the US and that all give the nod, we, as the UK, could be the only country in the world that's standing in the way for potentially another year, if not more, you know, of this going ahead. Um, the lawyer that Xbox have uh, brought in uh, is Lord David Panic, And he's actually, he's he, reading into him a little bit more. He will be panicking if Microsoft get out of him. He's, he's massive. He's represented the Queen. He's represented Boris wow. Johnson, Princess Diana, to name a few. So, you know, he's, he's a big, reputable uh, sort of lawyer for, I suppose, big things. So, you know, th there's no reason why he couldn't come forward and at least sort of try and get this deal on track with Xbox and the UK and so on. But a lot we've said, we hope it is a deal that goes ahead because for Xbox, obviously, it would be massive. Um, don't, don't you find it funny that currently on Xbox there is an Activision Blizzard sale at seventy six sixty seven percent off? That's I just, that's, uh, <laughs> I I just find it mad. I mean, somewhere. I've I've said it previously. The UK decided to block it, not because it you know, is strange, isn't it? yeah, you know, it's not the decision that oh, you know, Xbox might turn around and say as of the next Call of Duty, it's an exclusive. You know, Microsoft have made it clear. Call of Duty would stay cross-platform, I think, for at least 10 years, they've said. Yeah, yeah. They're saying the UK have blocked it because of the way they could sort of monopolise and dominate the uh, cloud gaming, which why Activision alone would be such a massive impact on the cloud gaming, I don't really understand. Uh, no, I don't, because Microsoft were one of the first to jump onto cloud gaming anyway. Yeah, like they, they introduced it, and that, so. xCloud, a long time ago. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, that's always been their aim, is that, you know, I mean, that's 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 the idea behind, you know, play en the Xbox Play Anywhere. Yeah. That it will be mobile, tablet, PC, console. So, you know, they, they've even wanted, they've even mentioned previously about, like, smart TVs also having the capabilities to do that. So it's always been an ambition, and I don't yeah. think Activision Blizzard have got absolutely any impact on their decisions on cloud gaming moving forward. No, I, I don't get it personally. The, the, like, the I know, end. obviously, it's it's all very legal, and you know, there's a lot of politics in it that we'd never understand. Sounds but... like a schoolyard excuse for me. Yeah, you know, I could have understood more sony's side of it where they're saying you know they could take all of the big titles that activision and that bring and you know take them all away from playstation that's a bigger more logical argument than you know you could dominate the the cloud gaming you know 
yeah environment i, I kind of don't get that but like i say it's no. something that they do plan to appeal uh and potentially we're gonna see many more months of uh yeah so legal yeah legal battles ahead but we'll keep you posted either way yeah more as we get it sort of thing in it yep um so Prince of Persia, uh, any fans out there? I'm one of them. Uh, f- initially announced in 2020, it's well, it, it's catastrophic, really. It suffered major setbacks, and I, I think that's under under sort of selling it, really, because uh, they've hired new developers, changed the entire development team, and restarted the entire development. Um, so again, it was one of them that I were hoping to see in in in, in the showcases over summer. Uh, a little bit more about it, uh, but as it turns out, we're probably not going to see anything to do with Prince of Persia this summer, and we certainly won't be getting a release date because development has completely restarted. Yep, kind of a shocking one this one, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit upsetting because from what I understood, there were you know, I mean, bear in mind it were it were initially announced three years ago. You'd think. You know, the You'd almost be really a release. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, now it's, it could potentially be another three years. Um, I suppose so, yeah. the thing is, when a game really does get... It, yeah, if, if, if you've got to a point where you look and you think this is just no good, surely cut your losses and start again. If you, you know, if you've got an IP like Prince of Persia... Yeah. It's better and, to and just start a, again. it's a huge fan base. It's a really yeah. sort of in-depth fan base, you know what I mean? These are... You know, these are proper... There's them games out there that just grip you, like Final Fantasy being one and things like that, that you just... That's that's your thing. That's your game. And, and Prince of Persia has that sort of fan base. So well, Prince of Persia, initially, the next... Wasn't, wasn't it... I think I've got the information correct. Weren't the next in the Prince of Persia series the one that ended up evolving into Assassin's Creed? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it, it, it sort of evolved. That yeah, yeah, that's what it became. Into that, yeah. But, so yeah, it's, you know, it's got its history. It's, it's the sands of time that were, um, I think it's called that that, that they were remaking. But anyway, it's. Uh, but I mean, there's definitely for me. We don't have too much information on it, so this is just speculation. But for me, if you, if if you hire, if you bring in new developers, and and they don't use the word that they've hired new developers. They use the word they've changed the developers. That means there's somewhat wrong yeah, for me. The, clearly the development you know, the weren't going the right They way. haven't done the job that they wanted to do, so they've got new developers. That's how I see it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we might see so, more uh, You know, at one of the showcase events coming up over the next few weeks. Hopefully, if, yeah. they, if anything at all. You know, obviously it might go into the shadows again for a couple of years now, but we'll see. I think it will. I think yeah. it will because if you if you're restarting development that you've not to show, have you? No, exactly. You've not to show. So um and then the final bit, or I think what's the final bit um of news before we go into the showcases, uh speaking of massive fan bases and things like that, the it's been rumoured for months, probably even years, that Metal Gear Solid 3 remake was being done. Yeah. Well, I can confirm it is a rumor no more. It is fact. It is being done, and it, it's it it's Konami have displayed this last night in uh, what I can describe as a breathtaking trailer. It's a proper nice cinematic where it's like 
a sweeping panoramic view of the jungle and, you know, there's creatures bobbing about everywhere and it kind of goes through the jungle and through the trees. And then when it comes to the end of the trailer, you just see sort of snake's face bobbing up and, and, and looking through jungle. I, it, there were no better way to announce it. It's proper Metal Gear Solid style. Um, and it, yeah, it's no longer a rumor. I, this, this, what for that massive part of my childhood were Metal Gear Solid and Snake. Uh, massive. This and Siphon Filter, I'd say, were two of my favorite games growing up. So I am absolutely ecstatic. But one thing I've got to say is that when I heard that this were announced, and, and they are staying true, by the way, to the 2004 release on PlayStation 2, the original, I thought this were going to be a PlayStation-only game. Yeah, it took because, me by surprise a little bit that this was yeah, one of the and ones it's coming that... coming to PC yeah. and Xbox Series X and S. So I am... Because I tell you what, this this could have, I, I never would, but this could have been a game that would have made me buy that other console just for just to play that game. But yeah. I don't need to. It is coming to Xbox Series X and S, so I am absolutely over the moon. We don't have uh, much detail on it, but we do know that Konami, sorry, have additionally. Um, made an announcement that they are going to do like a collection of the first three Metal Gear oh, Solid okay. games. So, uh, so yeah, so they're going big. They're bringing the franchise back, which I'm hoping in the long run, if, if these get picked up and received well, maybe, maybe the franchise makes a full-on return and, and we get new games. So, yeah, that uh... has me... So giddy. I hope Ubisoft watching and they take inspiration from this and think actually maybe it's time that we bring Splinter Cell back properly as well. Oh, you know, people Splinter have been calling for it for years. Game. Yes, so. Splinter Cell were a great game. Do you know what I thought you were going to say? I thought you were going to say that garden one we played. Viva, Viva Pinata. Oh, Viva was Pinata. Uh, no, that was yeah. that's rare. Oh, sorry, that's rare. That's where I thought you were going. Yeah. <laughs> Not Splinter Cell, but what a pull, what a pull, Splinter Cell. What's, oh, God, that was a great game. That was a great so game. Just before but, yeah. we uh, move on to the final bit about the Games Fest and we sort of give a little bit of what we'd like to see, um, just one more bit of news. Uh, Destiny 2, the final shape is the ultimate end to the light and darkness saga now i don't know for sure because i haven't played the game in well over a year if not more but i don't know whether this is like the final farewell to destiny 2's dlc and all that because obviously uh bungie are working on a couple of new things that they announced last night at the playstation event um now long-term spoiler i, I be amazed if people who haven't played Destiny 2 yet, but in Destiny 2, there is a character called Cade 6. I believe he was even in Destiny, the original game. Um, Cade 6 was a great, great character, one of my favorites, um, played by Nathan Fillion. Uh, and going back, I think it was like four or five expansions ago now, he was killed off. Which was like it it caused a massive, massive shockwave across the Destiny 2 fan base because he was such a massively popular character. Um obviously yesterday at the PlayStation event, Destiny 2 showcased the trailer or a teaser trailer for the final shape. 
Uh, and it ends with them talking about Cade 6. Um, what, what, what was it he said? I've written it down here somewhere. Uh, so is he a good guy? Is yeah, he, he was guy? one of your team. He, you know, he, he went through right. a few things with you. And, I've, not, um, I've not done Destiny, so... Yeah. So they're talking about Cade 6, and they say, you've missed so much. Uh, I wish you could have been there. And then you see him appear again, holding his iconic, iconic handgun, the Ace of Spades, and he just says, yeah, me too, kiddo. Uh, but hey, I'm here now, wherever the hell here is. And it's, you know, if you, if you like I say, you've never played Destiny 2 and that, but he's quite a sarcastic character. You know, he's got all his one-liners and just witty humour throughout. And, you know, for him to pop up and go, yeah, me too, kiddo. You know, I'm here now, wherever the hell here is. You know, it's just a little bit of a teaser. And like sort of people have said, the trailer doesn't sort of show, is he here in spirit? You know, yeah, how, how is he back? Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He was he was destroyed. He was completely written out of the game. And at the time, Bungie made it very clear, this is it. You know, he would not be returning to the game. And now in, you know, one of the final trailers, he is. So, you know, is it just that memory? You know, has he been... Yeah. Obviously, it's destiny. You know, anything can happen. You can teleport. It's all space. You know, we don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. at the minute. But it's an interesting one for fan for proper, proper diehard fans. It's going to, of course, some Maybe excitement. they're bringing in the multiverse. Who knows? It's it's interesting. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to seeing... Yeah. What they do with it, like I say, I've not played I it for a say while. You played Destiny, didn't you? You, you, yeah. you, you were big on Destiny at, at one time, weren't you? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I say, I it sort of the, the when Death when Cade Six was sort of killed off, I was sort of coming to the end of really sort of really playing it. But even then, I was like, I'm I'm genuinely gutted about that because he was potentially the best character in the game, um, right? So, you know, for this sort of teaser to sort of show him at the end, it'll be exciting. It's good to see sort of, you know, where do we go now from it? But uh, again, yeah. I'm sure we'll see a little bit more sort of but as the summer said, goes on. I do on. like that games do that, though. I do like that, that, you know, that, that it's not always sunshine and rainbows. And it, it's like a movie and that, or a TV yeah. series. It gets you into it, doesn't it? it Long-term games, you definitely... There were a few twists in the Jedi Survivor, and I thought, oh, you know, you're gutted. Yeah. But... At the same time, you're like, well, I do appreciate that you do it because it, it makes you go through them emotions. Yeah, you grow so attached do, to characters, like especially, I mean, yeah, yeah. again, Cyberpunk, um, obviously it's been since launch, really, that I've played it. It's been a long time, but the guy with the motorbike that, you know, you start the game with for the first sort of, yeah, what, yeah, two, yeah. three hours, and then he goes and gets killed. And it's yeah. like, you know, I was, again, I'd only played sort of the first two or three hours of the game, and I was like, I'm genuinely, I liked him. I'm genuinely yeah. gutted you've killed him off so quick. Again, spoiler, but, you know, if you haven't played it by now, it's your own fault, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you but know, I, I sometimes mean, yeah, you do. It, I, I, the one I will mention that you won't, you won't know, but many, many people will, is Ares in um, Final Fantasy VII. And... The worst thing, the worst thing about it, what is I? You, you, there's a part where you get to take somebody out on a date, and most people took Tifa, but I didn't. I took Ares. I don't know what it was, but 
I went with her, and then you're about to kiss her for the first time, and she gets killed just yeah. before you kiss her. And I swear to God, it ruined my childhood, it ruined my GCSEs. <laughs> I I took a week off school. I took a week off school. I was crying my eyes out, and yeah. So, but I do appreciate that games do that. So, yeah. to all new Destiny fans, I hope you get what you want. Fight like one final example, the one that I know. Obviously, you sort of said that about like tears in your eyes, and that the one that really oh, no, stood oh, out no, for I, me. I, I went in floods of tears. <laughs> tears weren't in the eyes; they were on the floor. I went in floods of tears. The one that was streaming. for me was um, again. You've not sort of really followed the series this far, but uh, in Halo Four, at the end of mm. the series, at the end of the uh, campaign, Master Chief ends up in this like blue glitched world. And Cortana walks through, and you know the, the the campaign kind of ends with she dies. She you know expires, however you want to sort of put it. And that was another one, you know, where it genuinely sort of took your breath away because Cortana's been with Master Chief from the beginning. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I'm a big fan of Cortana. Like, yeah, I, I would get it with Microsoft. It can, you know, she was a sort of search help on Microsoft. Yeah, so you know that was another one. You, you do get you you grow attached to these characters. You know, if ever there comes a yeah. point where they kill off Master Chief, for example, you know, yeah, they they have a big impact. So it's it's good that they do that. You know, that some of the games and characters. It, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it keeps you fixed on it. it keeps you coming yeah. back and. Yeah, it's like I said, it's like watching a TV series. So let's, uh, you know, we're going to come to an end in a minute. We we sort of said this podcast might only be sort of a 30-minute introduction back to the getting into it. We're at 53 minutes already, so, you know, we ain't lost it. But, uh, yeah, let's just talk a little bit about the Summer Game Fest. Obviously, more leaning towards Xbox, because obviously that's what we are. Um, yep. Um, yeah, so... Obviously, Summer Game Fest, we've got all the stuff that comes with it. Obviously, Ubisoft, PlayStation, um, Nintendo, and God knows who else. You get all the other studios and so on. Uh, the big one for us is obviously the 11th of June, which is the Xbox and Starfield showcase. Um, what sort of thing would you? What sort of thing are you sort of saying is a big one for you with Xbox this year? For me, Starfield, that's that's my that's my biggest um, by far. That's what I want to see. That's what yeah. I can't wait to see more of. Um, and because obviously more rumors have been out since um, last year, and there's that rumor of the the controller. Um, for anybody that hasn't seen it, there's there's meant to be a controller and console coming with it, uh, which looks sick. But yeah, that's. From Xbox, because I, mean, I know it's Bethesda, but obviously the part of Xbox now, that's my... Yeah, like, I think that's going to be here. a big, big major one. I think we've said this now for probably the last three years when we've done podcasts and shows and that. I think one that I think we've got to see this year is Fable. I think... See, that would be top of my list. You know, I, I, we both love that franchise. Yeah. But I, I don't... I'm. I kind of don't want to build myself up to be waiting for Fable announcements again. Well, yeah, we've done this. Yeah, probably the last two years, we've sat and watched the Xbox thing, and it's like Fable. Because obviously, the initial official reveal was at the end of the show, wasn't it? 
you know, we yeah, got yeah. the you know the, the fairy flying through the uh, forest and that before you sort of rise up above Albion. So every year since then, it's like that. You know, they'll keep it. It'll be the last thing. We'll finish with another teaser or you know another thing about Fable, and every year it comes to that annoying stage where it's like you know Phil Spencer or whatever going. We hope you've enjoyed everything you've seen tonight. Yeah. Here's a re, and you think, oh, what? So yeah, and that's what I want to avoid. Yeah, don't get your hopes up that too much. Disappointment. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at some point, but, it's but got to show again. Like you, yeah, like you, it would be fable. I, I mean, I love that game. I absolutely adore that game. But I just right now. I mean, you know, on that subject of of like waiting for it and getting that bit of disappointment. I think the best way to describe it is Microsoft are on the ropes right now yeah we've you spoke know, the, about the, this a couple getting, of times yeah, the last few weeks and, and, haven't and we? they're getting slacked off yeah i mean redfall being been one of them i mean i didn't play it but apparently people really weren't happy with that game um there were a lot wrong with it and things like that um it wasn't the game they were expecting and then microsoft released a statement sort of saying that they're going to do this and that to fix it then they also released a statement saying you know, the fans don't need to worry. We've put a lot more time into Starfield, so we won't have these issues. But then, at the same time, I get the reassurance behind it that people want reassuring that these exclusives and, and these, you know, day one Game Pass games and all these people that they've acquired are going to be great games. But I felt that were a bit of a jab, a jab to the Redfall developers, as in, well, why are they getting more than we got? Do you yeah, know what I mean? I, mean so I don't think, think it would have felt, to release. Yeah, it's not, it, you know, it's going to be a kick in the teeth because obviously Arcane are another one that have joined, obviously, under the Xbox yeah. studios. You know, yeah. and it's. And I just know, think, what a kick in the teeth that is. Well, don't worry, we put more time into others. That's a bit. You know, and, and I love I love Microsoft and I love Xbox, so don't get me wrong. And I, I, do, I do think there'll be plenty of surprises to come. And I think, like, the Forza. Forza Motorsport that's on its way, I think, will blow minds. We've seen it graphically last yeah. year, didn't we? It was just absolutely breathtaking. So I do think there's they'll have a lot up the sleeve and there's more to come, more we've probably haven't even heard about yet. But they're on the ropes. They are on the ropes in terms of, you know... Their reputation's they, up in the air again. You know, they had... Yeah. You know, we don't take part in the console wars and that. You know, it's not something that we get involved with. I think, you know, when you're seeing all these on social media ripping each other apart, it you know, it's not something that we're interested in. No, but in terms we're of gamers. yeah, but you know, in terms of Xbox against PlayStation over the last few years, PlayStation have generally always come out on top. Xbox One was quite a poor console as a generation for Xbox. Um, you know, Microsoft, uh, PlayStation went down the route of for the gamer. Xbox went entertainment, and we we really missed out on that with this generation. This was a chance for Xbox to redeem themselves. PlayStation was struggling. You know, they didn't have much to shout about. You know, there was all these talks of, you know, things they were doing wrong on their side and the way they were doing new, uh, you know, new ways of charging the players, you know, so much a month and all this sort of stuff. Their reputation was in quite a bad state. This was Xbox's opportunity with the power of the Series X and all these great games that were promised... And so far, they've yeah. not delivered. They've, you know, That's Redfall... It. It's the constant delays, isn't it? Yeah. Waiting. We've already oh, seen multiple games delayed. You yeah. know, Redfall and... launched in a bad way. Minecraft Legends launched 
quite under the radar for me for what the hype was. We knew it was yeah. coming out and people have played it, but you know, there's just not been much excitement from that, which I know I get it. It's Minecraft. It's a, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to appeal to everybody because even though it's set in the Minecraft world, it's not a Minecraft game. It's not a creative builder. You know, it's base building and built attack and defend and all this. But, you know, it's another Microsoft title that's released. Underwhelmingly. Underwhelmingly, yeah. Sort of it's, you know, just appeared and gone into the library. Redfall's done the same. And this is where now... You know, people are starting... We said it ourselves the other day. We've been diehard Xbox for, you know, 20-odd years. Yeah. But it, you're yeah. running out of the amount of times that as people who, you know, we genuinely defend Xbox, you know, we, we've always been happy on Xbox. You know, we've always had things to play. We're even at a point now where it's like, this this showcase needs to impress. You know, we yeah, need... Yeah, and I think that's the one thing that's frustrated me is because when Microsoft acquired, they acquired something like 14, 15 gaming yeah, companies a over lot. the span of three years. And and their aim was to, to fill these gaps, to fill this... Everybody knows that sort of, you know, the January to Summer Games Fest type time is quiet. Yeah. In the gaming industry. And, 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 and people are always a bit like, no, nah, well, I don't want to play like shit. And that was their idea. Is to, we're, we're going to fill them gaps for you. With all these exclusives we've got, we're, we're going to fill gaps for you. Yet we're still sat here bored. Yeah. And, and going back to the sort of, you know, not getting involved in the wars, but like you said, PlayStation were in quite a, uh, between a rock and a hard place at one point. The one thing that saved them, I think, was the Spider-Man game well you've had that and you've also had the um and, uh, and you know, they've got their last of us and uh horizon you know, the last that, of us yeah they? that's the one horizon like you know you've had the next so one of that launch they, they've saved them but that spider-man game absolutely skyrocketed them because of how good it was yeah and xbox can achieve that with starfield for me that's their saving grace it's their it, it's their gem if you like it's their Bloody it's got to be, you know. It's, it's, it's the, that's the thing, and and the, but they need to deliver. It is a must. I, I, I think the thing is, is you know, we've. I know, you know, we we had that period of obviously the world going upside down with COVID and that. So there was a, there was a long period where a lot of games, a lot of developments have been affected. Yeah, but we're, we're getting yeah. to a point now where you know since then. There's, there's yeah. a long list of studios that we've not seen much from. And, no. you know, this is a year where now they need to come forward and go, you know, this is potentially our biggest year. You know, we've got games like, I know it's one that a lot of you don't remember, but it really stuck with me because I just thought it looked really interesting. Uh, I think it was two or three years ago now, they did a teaser for a game called Contraband. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that. You mentioned that to me a few months ago. Yeah, again, I, I sent you the trailer again. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it. you sent me trailer. Yeah, because you I, know, it's, I, but I did it remember cool. it when I watched it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it. I did I, remember it when I watched nothing. it. Nothing sticking my brain. No. Yeah, I agree. And I agree. It, and, and 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 that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, we've said we're going to do a, an entire podcast episode on this with developers and games releasing in states and constant delays and what whatnot so we won't go too much into it but yeah it's got to be what else have you got in mind ash what else do you want to see um we've got the fable we've got the starfield which we know is massive is the old 
under the radar. I just, I just, like do you know what it is? I want to, I just want to see. I'm not fussed about having, you know, it's not like I say, we're not involved in, you know, wars of we've got this title, we've got that. But I just want, as an Xbox player, to have maybe two or three new IPs that are the next, yeah. the next That's Halo me. or the next Gears of War or the next, you know, yep. Forza. You know, we're still living off these titles 15 odd years after the first one. So, you know. Gears of War will always be, you know, one of the elites. Halo will always be one of the elites. You know, Forza is easily one of the best racing simulators out there. You know, it's it's incredible. Yeah. But we need, whether it's a shooter, whether it's an RPG, I know obviously we've got Starfield, which could be one of them, but we need to come into this event where we come away from it and go, you know, I know, and yes, Fable will potentially be that. That's you know, that's been around for years, and it's hopefully going to make a return. But we need another, maybe two, big IPs that are brand new, exclusives that are all all aboard on Xbox that could be the next generation of big Xbox exclusives. Because you know, we're running low of all that sort of thing now, you know, the, all these games that we get, yes, you know, uh, Redfall was like an exclusive and all that, but was a game like Redfall ever going to be the next big trilogy? Probably not. Yeah. You know, we, yeah, we need, yeah. we need the games that have got the characters and the longevity, you know, the Redfall, you're playing four characters that you can just switch, switch between that have special skills and all this. Whereas, you know, Halo, you've got Master Chief, with Gears of War, you've got Dom and all them lot. So, yeah, you know, you need the characters that will carry you through three or four games, and we're really lacking them in recent years. So, I think you know, they need what, to come to the that's table what now. My point is the same as you: is new IPs. Yeah, we we always play the same games every year. We we mentioned it before: NFL, FIFA, your CODs, your ALOs. But and that's great, but. Yeah, it's seeing new sort of something else that you think, oh, I hope there's another one of them. I hope yeah. there's, you know, that, oh, I love that character. And, and yeah, getting into them big titles that, that are big. I mean, there is, I, I were excited the other day because I heard one that is coming back and, and it came off the back of the World Rally Championship news that the World Rally Championship 23 is, is meant to be releasing in the, as early as in the next few months because it's it's under you know, EA have acquired the rights to it and it's going to be like EA yeah. Sports Rally. But they've took it off KT Racing. And the reason be like KT Racing used to be a part of the World Rally Championship games, but they have shifted their focus back to developing a new installment of Test Drive, which I thought right, okay. was an incredible, uh, f you know, franchise. I loved it. Loved Test Drive. Uh and you know, so so they're bringing back a new test drive unlimited. Uh, that yet they're currently back developing that. So that excites me. Again, it, I know it's an old IP, but it is something that I, I felt should have never gone away in the first place. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I want to see. I'd love to see something about test drive, but I think it's too early. Um. But yeah, it's that, and 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 that's what I think Skull and Bones were for me. Even though it's taken from the roots of Assassin's Creed, i.e. The, the sort of battling system within the ships, I felt f excited because it's a new IP that I can sink my teeth into. But 
It's I been mean, delayed and delayed and delayed. One, you know, we don't know where we stand with it, but one that was showcased a couple of years back was the initiative working on a new Perfect Dark game exclusively yeah. for Xbox, which in the last year or so, because of all these uh, things of, like, you know, bad workplace environments and harassment and that, that's another studio that we don't even know whether this game's even properly in development anymore. So it's another one that Xbox have sort of, you know... Perfect Dark, you know, the next one, the next one to sort of follow on from, it's obviously its predecessor yeah. back in whenever it was, 2000. And... and it's the same with, what were the zombie game we all played? Left for Dead. And Gaz were right into it. Oh, no. um, State of Decay. State of Decay. That could that showcase this year. That time as Fable, wasn't yeah. it? And it's... That could be here this and it, year. It, yeah, and that's, you know, that we've that's kind of gone into background. Like, where are you? What are you doing with it? Where is it in development? Is the have we got any screenshots? About it? There's been nothing. There's been, yeah. you know, they we just got that it, super realistic trailer. Yeah, and then nothing and then again. Yeah. So there's potentially, and this is what I was sort of saying about, you know, I think there'll be a lot in the pipeline that will surprise us because it will be those sort of IPs that we forget about that will come back to light and be like, oh, by the way, it's coming out next year. And you're like, oh wow, yeah, look at that. So I think there will be a bit of that. and I, Well, I think there has to be a bit of that. I think the um, other one, I don't know whether you'll remember it from, again, I think this was like from 2020 during the lockdown showcases and stuff, but um, Rare working on that Everwild, which is like... Everwild, yeah. You know. Yeah, that looked great. It's another yeah. one we've not seen a great deal from. I know Rare, I think they appeared at last year's Xbox showcase given us a little bit of a thing of we're still working on it. But, you know, this needs to be a year where we go, remember Data to K3, here it is. Everwild, here it is. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that contraband, here it is. And, you know, it needs to be a yeah, year we come away definitely. and go, like, wow, you know, in the next 12 months, we're going to have, like, eight new big games. But, you know, yeah. they might surprise us. Obviously, we're only two weeks away now from the, net, from the showcase yep. for Xbox anyway. So... Obviously, we're, we're hoping, we're going to wrap this up now, but we're hoping that obviously the podcast will come back to a weekly thing, uh, as long as obviously our commitments make it possible. So, you know, we'll have yes. one or two prior to the showcase, and then obviously we'll do a big one to cover what we saw at this year's. Yep. Um, and for me, it's I mean, I can't believe it's been a year. Oh, it's, it's crazy. We've, we've missed it. We've missed it, haven't we? But, oh, yeah, I we mean, have. It's just life. Like life has took over. We needed to, you know, we wanted to get uh, the website and that back right. We redeveloped that. Um, and there, there were just a lot of things, weren't there? And it, 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 we miss it. it yeah. The, you know, the be all and end all of it is it. We really, really missed it. Uh, and, and we need to try and find a way to bed this in our lives. And we are back and we are here to stay. Um, and like, like I said, you know, we've got much more coming up with the showcases and stuff like that, and I will put it out there. If Ubisoft happen to pick it up, please do another Trials game. That's what I'd love <laughs> to see at, at Ubisoft forward. Um, but yeah, we're here, we're here to stay now, aren't we, Ash? We're here yeah, to stay. we're, gonna, so we're, we're committed to doing media. it. You can obviously you yeah. can follow us on our, all our socials. If you go to the website, press-start.uk, uh, you can find all our socials on there, as well as obviously all the latest news. Our podcast will start to update back on the homepage of there as well, so you can listen to that on Spotify. Uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify as well. Um, I think you can rate the podcast episode as well. So 
if you enjoy them, be sure to uh, give us a rating. That always helps. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, it's going to be. We always sort of say, you know, oh, we'll aim to do sort of, you know, a forty-five-minute podcast. Here we are, an hour and a quarter. Uh, so <laughs> well, you know, it's first one back. We've been excited. We've been, yeah, we've been we've, this, this has been weeks in the making. You know, the amount of times yeah. things have got in the way, and it's we'll do it tonight. We'll do it tonight. So to actually make it and get it done and get us live again, just in time for the weekend. So you know, if you've enjoyed it, be sure to follow us on Spotify, follow us on our socials, and uh, yeah, we'll be back. Hopefully, I think we, we like I say, we're trying to aim for sort of an every Friday thing, aren't we? Record yeah, it on a yeah. Thursday, get and, it live on a we Friday. Are, we, have, we have got ambitions this time to get guests on as yes. well. So, so in in future episodes, it won't just be. I mean, I mean, our two voices are beautiful, obviously, <laughs> but we hope to bring you more beautiful voices with us. Yeah, we got. I know I've got a couple of friends that have said they wouldn't mind being on it, and we've like we've said, if the big dream would be, you know, if we get to a point soon, maybe some of these Xbox studios we could. You know, if we get a few listeners and get some followers, we could maybe convince the occasional developer to sort of, you know, pop by and have a chat about some of well, their I, games. Well, I do have an art director from a game studio, I know, and he has already said he's more than willing. So, there watch we go. Space. I won't reveal what game. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah, but yeah, watch this space. So, we're so excited to be back. It's a pleasure to do this for you. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, And if that's everything, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we will see you next Friday. Thank you for listening and see you soon.